Hey guys, Lance Zerline here. We're Houston. We're the city of champions. How about I give you another champion? If you've suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. They're champions. Free consultations are available 24-7. Dial 713-CALL-NOW. That's 713-CALL-NOW and DaspitLaw.com. You took the team from a city. You are the Titans now. The Texans should get to wear the Oilers throwbacks. That's how it should work. You know what? Whoever wins between Tennessee and Houston, they get the uniform. That's what it really should be. How about that? From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. Yes, we're the Houston in again. <laughs> oh, did, did Frank did it? <laughs> Let me hear it. You, you have it? Oh, no. Do it again. Okay. No, that's a good song. Well, you wanted, uh, you wanted to be the Oilers. You wanted to cosplay Oilers. Guess this what? Is what happens. That, that's it. I mean, I, look, I appreciate the commitment to the pit more than anybody. He committed to it. You stay with it. You did the uniforms. Uh, Mike Brable wore the bum Phillips cowboy hat. You they they left a uh, here's a gift that Amy Adams Strunk left. Stunk. Yeah, here's Amy Adams left. Stunk. I got this picture from a friend of Hannah's who said they left this in the suite for the uh, for 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 uh, Cal and Hannah. They did. Yeah, they put a, it's a little late, but. Yeah, it says Columbia Blue. It's a bottle of wine that they were basically trolling. Yeah. Uh, Oilers ownership in the suite that they got. I mean, uh, Texans ownership in the suite Did they got. Did you see Hannah it, after the game? The video? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, she doesn't. I don't think they like. Uh, no. I don't think they care for Amy Adams. Well, a- a- Amy Adams stunk is just, that's just stupid what they did. It's just stupid. No, this is, they Who, wanted to. Why are you leaning in? You have your own team. You know why? T- Nashville doesn't care because about Because they heard that there was going to be elements of the yeah, color. Yeah. And so they're so not understanding that. Uh, look, for me personally, I grew up an Oilers fan, hardcore. They made me cry the whole nine yards when I was a kid. It, it doesn't, I've been angry. I've, I've had days ruined by them. It's that's a segment of my life and it's over. I don't right. have to have Oilers stuff anymore. I don't have to. It was cool that University of Houston did something. It was neat seeing those uniforms. I don't need the new. I don't need the Texans to look exactly like the Titans old uniform. I mean the uh, the Oilers old uniforms. I don't have to have that. But they they wanted to lean into it intentionally because they were pissed off at that the Texans had some blue, and so they they decided to go full Oilers. And it, I'll be damned if that wasn't a game that I would have watched when I was fourteen years old. 15 years old, where the Oilers, and I'm not going to call them Titans, I'll just call them Oilers, where the Oilers literally lost to a team with no quarterback, no two, they didn't have starting quarterback, their best two receivers, they were missing not only their starting right tackle, but their backup right tackle, and they were starting a guy, Charlie Heck, who's like, I guess I still play football. Yeah. You then had Blake Will Cashman Anderson. out, Will Anderson out, Jimmy Ward goes out in the first quarter, all of this is happening around you. <laughs> And what the kicker just made his return after being out for several for like five weeks. All this happens, 
and then you 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 get spotted a thirteen to nothing should be fourteen to nothing but you miss an extra point lead and then you lose and you lose it goes to overtime and the and the and the Texans kick a fifty plus yard field goal second of the game to beat you uh, and and you have an interception that ends the game with Roger McCreary and yet Dalton Schultz snatches it out of his hands this was one of the most oilery things I've ever seen. It just didn't happen in the playoffs. It would have made it more oilery if it had happened in the playoffs. But losing to a team like the Texans, who honestly, at one point I tweeted, because it felt like I was watching like the second quarter of a third preseason game. Like, oh, Case is in now, okay. And who? And Noah Brown, all right. Mm-hmm. There's Brevin Jordan. Uh, Charlie Hexen, okay. Uh, is that Houston Carson? Okay. Yeah. It looked like I was watching a preseason game <laughs> no, right? from a roster standpoint. And here we are. And it's the sweetest win you could. It's one of the sweetest wins you could possibly have. It's so. It, well, that case came in. I was I was really done on him this week because I didn't think there was any chance that del, that uh, Davis Mills could have gotten gotten it done, and I don't think they would have. It was a great decision. A little, a little gutsy. I mean, Case hadn't played in so long, but he's got the experience. He knows the offense about as well as anybody. He's been sitting there and he's been waiting and he's been waiting. But for him to perform that way, I know he threw. I know he threw the pick six, but that second half, the way that he played, he did everything. It was he good played. enough. I mean, he. I mean, yeah, it was good. Your defense pretty much won the game yeah. for you, and and Kaimi Fairbairn, who got the game ball. I didn't think Case played great, but he played good enough to win. That's yeah. all you want. Well, he didn't throw the ball down the field until that Dalton Schultz. He didn't throw a 20-yard pass. I know. <laughs> he, he just kept it, everything right there. Well, the arm Field strength, goals and field goals. Like, he almost had an interception. Oh, like the arm no, just, no, he can't throw that ball. He, he can't. You mean outside the yeah. numbers? He yeah. That was like that. a 15-yard out. No, he and can't it throw is that. Just it was lo- almost picked. floating, but he under he knows what his limitations are. Yes, he he made some mistakes. He he. Tried some throws that he probably could have made about three years ago that he's not making now, but he did enough to win. Yeah, and the guy with the ultimate dad, like he's full dad bod now. He is. He's doing this for all of us. Yeah, for every dad right now. Case Keenum's doing this for every. Well, dad. he had the flak jacket on. That's why he looked like a dad bod. Case is in good shape. I don't know if you heard. Why didn't he case ate is, the, I didn't say Case is in bad shape. My guess is Case is. He ain't the Iowa quarterback. No, no, no. Dad bod doesn't have to be like that. Oh. That's that's well, a, that's an over. Is. That's an over-exaggeration. Uh, Case is like, you know, Case is just in full dad mode. He's like Ryan Fitzpatrick. You know, that was yeah. the dad quarterback. Now it's Case. Yeah. Well, Ryan Fitzpatrick had all the ju- – he had a lot of bling. I know. He had, you know but at the end of the day, he's on a workbench right. somewhere. I, hope, I wish somebody, some of the guys would have given Case's bling for his post game. Here's Case talking about what it meant to him to, uh, to get in that game yesterday and do what he did. Man, it, uh, it meant so much to me. Um, you know, I've said this a lot of times, and I haven't really thought about what I was going to say up here, but wearing the name of Houston on the front of my jersey, which I've done for a long time, and to get to do it again and represent uh, for our city, for our team, uh, it, means, it means a lot. Uh, it really does. Second of all, this team, I love these guys. Uh, I love seven. Back at home, love that guy. I love ten. Davis is one of the best human beings I know. Great dude. And I said early in, you know, uh, on Saturday, early on Saturday, that uh, this was a, a game for, for both of those cats, you know, as well as the rest of the team. Because we got a lot of love in that locker room, as you guys can see, and probably uh, it radiates. Sorry. So it's it's very special. Uh, and, and what a gritty way to, to get it done. I, I've heard, uh, you know, there are some people who don't, 
put a lot of a stock into, you know, locker rooms. There's there's some people who are, are, are team builders who don't even put a lot into locker rooms and stuff like that. Having a case is so important because, you know, you have Davis Mills coming in who was the quarterback last year. You have C.J. Stroud who's taken his place. And Davis, Davis Mills is in his third year. Like, he still wants to have an NFL career. And this does nothing but – well, you know, he probably looks at it like it hurts his career, but I actually – think when you're a backup quarterback it can extend your career i'm um, shocked that like the jets or the browns or somebody else didn't try i don't know maybe they did and and well the and browns the you passed the trade deadline you thought you had stuff in place once you got past trade deadline yeah like the jets i'm sure would love to have well give him a shot I, didn't they ask i mean it was that was that something that was on the table with that you know you could trade a third or fourth rounder for case keenum as opposed to doing what they've been doing. Oh, you're talking about for for Case. Yeah. Yeah. Or Davis Mills. Well, yeah. Well, you know, but that's why Case is important. He's kind of a conduit. And, and it's been said that CJ's tight with Davis Mills. Like, they've got – he goes out to dinner with him. Yeah. Well, the quarterback room goes out yeah. to dinner together. CJ doesn't have a wife or uh, – I don't know if he has a girlfriend. He doesn't have a wife. But the five of them, the husbands and wives or girlfriends, and then CJ, they go out to dinner. And so that's why it's important to have a guy like Case Keenum in there. But it's also important because – He's been through these games. Like, he knows, you know, he knows how to make a play here or there. Was he great? He's a pro. He went great. It was, a, it was a slog. The whole game was a slog. You had to get through it. And you know what the Texans did? They played defense. They started overwhelming Will Levis. They got through it. And Case Keenum made enough plays to get a win. That's like, it's, it's called a three-game quarterback. Can you get through three games with a quarterback who gives you a chance to win? That's Case still. Yeah. Case is still a three-game quarterback. And here is Case. Talking about, well, he's a pro, and here he is talking about what he's built for. I'm built for this. Uh, I've been in a lot of situations. Uh, I've been in a lot of, a lot of systems, been in a lot of different games, and uh, but God's, God's made me who I am uh, for this, for moments like this. And uh, it's, it's, you know, just trying to make sure that I'm ready when, when, when my number's called. And uh, I said it before, you don't have to get ready if you stay ready. That's yeah, it. that that was every. There was a lot of I, I don't always say cliches. There's a lot of t-shirt net. There's a lot of t-shirt saying, "I'm built for this." That's a t-shirt with Case Keenum on the on the front. I'm built for this. Then you have you don't have to get ready if you stay ready. That's 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 a coach's. That's a shirt that a team a coach will give that to a team at practice before the year starts, and this is their shirt they're wearing. This is going to be their – this is your phrase. You don't have to get ready if you stay ready. Uh-huh. And this is what our, our team phrase is this year. Well, it is. It I honestly know. is. Yeah. Well, D'Amico said it last week. He said – the big smile on his face? Every single guy needs to prepare like he's going to start. Because mm-hmm. you know what? I think he, every single guy on that well, roster right has now, started this year. I know. <laughs> every guy. I mean, couldn't be more uh, appropriate. So – you're still alive. I mean, here we are, eight wins, which is incredible. You're one win away. I mean, everything that we talked about, what's the best case scenario? At nine and seven. When, when we nine, started yeah. when we started the year, we weren't even up at nine. Nine and eight would have been the best case scenario. But before when we started the year, we weren't at nine. They weren't no. looking yeah. When we started that the game, been it was incredible. like seven or eight would yeah. have been incredible. Yeah. This is we're officially in incredible territory. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And a chance to Holy crap! With the t- the team that they Have brought seen- to Tennessee, that they came out of there with a win, wow! What a testament! It's I mean, is there anybody doing? And we said, and that and by the way, it was nice having Bobby Slowick here. He actually got this win. We said if he gets this win with this team <laughs> and goes there, he's gone. He's going to be gone. 
There's going to be seven or eight jobs open, and Bobby Slowick is going to get one of them, and D'Amico is going to get coach of the year. I don't know the Slowick. Has anybody done it. a better coaching job than D'Amico no, this year? Nobody has. Nobody, nobody has. Nobody. D'Amico has, he has guys believing in himself. He legitimately is coach of the year. Yeah. Um, you know, will he win it? I don't know, but I think he's got a great chance because Dan Campbell lost some there for a little bit before he came roaring back yesterday or on Saturday. But I don't know if Slowick will get a job, and here's why. I don't know if he'll take a job. It's got to be the right job. Ben Cleveland from, uh, not Ben Cleveland, uh, Ben Johnson from the Lions interviewed for jobs and decided, nah. And Slowick, you know what? Make sure the job is a great job because if not, you come back here to Tank Dell you come back here to a healthy offensive line. You come back here to C.J. Stroud, Nico Collins, maybe another free agent acquisition through the – like, it's a pretty good job in Texans. Yeah, there's can, only 32 of those jobs, though. Everybody well, I know wants 32, to try it. But if you go and you're bad, yeah. you don't get another shot most times. Right. Well, nobody came into a worse situation than D'Amico, and look what he's done. I know. I mean, that's, and, that's, he, and he's learning from D'Amico. I don't know if – And he learned from Shanahan. You can learn all you want. You either have what D'Amico has or you don't. And, and he's got it at an elite level. Yeah. I don't know if Bobby Slowick has that or not. So you want, if you don't have that turn personality, if you don't have that personality that rallies everyone, then you want to have great players or at yeah. least be on the way with really good players. Like, you know, a great situation, a good situation I think would be going to Chicago Bears, for example. I think they got a lot of little things in place. They've had a lot of tough losses. I think that would be great because you also can go to a new quarterback at some point. So there's some... I think Slowick has to be careful about the jobs he looks at because there are some, well, there are some coach killer positions. Well, I like the way you're going about this. You don't think he should take a job. I like that. Yeah. No, I just think he needs to be choosy because I think it's a good spot here. Oh, no. I think you get a chance to keep raising your. If he stays, I I mean, next year you're probably Super Bowl. Look, I saw it with Ben Johnson. Uh, uh, Uh. I keep saying, is it Ben Johnson? No, it's not Ben Johnson. It's, ben, it's Ben what? It's, it's uh, what's Ben? Um, it's not Ben Johnson. No, the the, the Lions. Uh, yeah. No, Ben Johnson is a steroid guy that's ran. Yeah. And, yeah it's Ben Johnson. It is Ben Johnson. Ben, okay. Even though he's a steroid guy. He, he's, this is different though. This, is diff- this might guy. be his son. Um, I haven't seen no, Ben I've, Johnson. Is there Jr.? a chance this is his son? No, I've though? seen the two of them. It's not his son. Are you sure? Well, yeah. I mean, you don't know. Hair, no, I, it, no, I would know because he's got a wiki page. Is it a height thing? No, no, no. What, does, does he ben look Johnson like his mom? Does Ben Johnson no, look like his mom? No, because his Wikipedia. No, his Wikipedia would tell you if his father was former Olympic sprinter. Well, you don't know that. Yeah, it would. Might, he might want to keep. No, that's not how it works. Wikipedia would find out. Maybe he doesn't want to. No, we know associated with those. No, we found out last week that your your net worth is like. In the millions, so clearly Wikipedia would tell us. Yeah. <laughs> well, on Wikipedia, oh, that listen, said that your net worth can be in the millions if you go with home bank right now. Oh, there yeah, we it go. might be. I don't know. It depends. All I know is that you've got an annual percentage yield of five point four five percent on a nine month CD right now. That's what I'm talking about. You can also take advantage of five point two five percent APY on a fourteen month CD. The minimum balance for these rates is just twenty five hundred dollars. This is a great deal. You put your money into this thing and get 5.45% back on a nine-month CD. Nice. Don't miss out on this great opportunity. I I don't know how many banks are offering this. I know that Home Bank is offering this. They're doing it right now. You can talk to a Home Bank, uh, a home bank uh, any, any of the home bankers right now at River Oaks, Sugar Land, Gulf Freeway, Clear Lake, Friendswood. You can go online at home24bank.com for more information. you got local bankers with local knowledge. They've been doing this for 115 years. Not these particular people, but they've been doing it a long time. They're here for you in the local business and personal banking business. Good for business, good for life. Home Bank, member 
FDIC. ESPN 975.com on the Chase Long. Excuse me. Excuse me. Back to the Veritex Community Bank Studios and your daily distraction from the horrific reality of your very existence. Man, I didn't know it was that bad. But hey, it's John and Lance. 16 carries, 9 yards. 16 carries, 9 yards. Derrick Henry averaged over 200 yards per game in the last 10 games against the Texans. Holy crap. Or in the last 5 games against the Texans. Holy crap. That is ridiculous. Ridiculous. And what they did to him. You know what they're where they are this year against the run in the league? The Texans? The Texans. Oh, uh, not great. Like 26th. Against the run? Oh, against the run. No, they're much better. Uh, well, they're, they're much better, period. Yeah. Even against... Well, against the pass, they're 23rd. Oh, no, because I went over this with you why Derek might have a hard time. Yeah. Remember? Because I was like, who's been the running back yeah, yeah, going after him? Him. That's right. Uh, I would say probably about fifth. Sixth. Sixth in the league. This yeah. Year. You know where they we went through it all. Like, who had the go-off game? Do you know where they finished last year? Oh, dude, they were like 30th. 32nd. They were last? They, they gave up 170 a game last year. And this year, 93. The year before, they were... Th- okay, so last year, they were 32nd. The year before, 31st. The year before that, 32nd. Mm. D'Amico comes in, and they're 6th in the league against the run. What the bleep? How do you make... And again, and Will Anderson and Jonathan Grenard are two of the best, first and third, against the run this year. But Grenard <clears throat> was there last year, and he's dealt with some injuries. Jo- Malik the D- Collins You know was who there. wasn't there last year? Well, well Rankins, but... No, D'Amico. No, I know. I, yeah. What I was going to say is, and, and Cashman's done a great job, uh, but you know the linebackers have been. But it is it's schematically, and getting guys to to play in their fits like Christian Kirksey used to miss his run fits oh, all gosh. the time. I can't tell you what I a big deal for it is. me. He was the face of what are you doing? Yeah, to have a linebacker who flows into where he's supposed to be, challenges the block downhill, muddies up the interior, and allows people to rally and make tackles. It seems like a little thing, but. It's like when I watch Georgia and Alabama, for example. I watched their championship game last when they played uh, last year the 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 champion the SEC championship game or maybe it was national championship game last year. It was incredible watching, or maybe it was two years ago. Whatever, watching everybody get their run fits. Like no one was out of position ever. Kirby and Nick Saban. It was like unbelievable. And when you do that, when your teams play with discipline and they play with technique. I, I, I know it's I know it's not the sexy thing, but that's where it starts. When your guys do what they're supposed to do, they're in the gaps where they're supposed to be. You don't break down, yeah. and when you do, I mean, and 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 when you get blocked, okay, it turns into an eight to ten yard gain. But instead of a thirty yard gain, when you completely miss your run fit, and a guy gets a downhill momentum because there's giant gaps, there's not the giant gaps anymore because guys are running into their fits. They're fitting up there. Their holes and they're making it harder on the offenses, and that's just D'Amico demanding it. Yes. And that's defensive line coach, that's linebacker coach, that's Matt Burke, the defense coordinator. It's all of those guys, yep. not just D'Amico. Yep. Uh, let's get Ryan in here. He wants to talk about this Texans, Titans, Oilers crap. What do you say, Ryan? Hey, good morning, fellas. How y'all doing? Good. How are you? 
I'm great. Uh, I'm absolutely really awesome. Uh, you you got to thank the defense so much for almost winning that or for winning that game. And who really won that game was Golden Leg Golden Leg Fairbairn. Did he have over 100 yards kicking? And you got to thank the offense for sticking in it long enough to go. But I, all I want to know is 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 Dusty in the in in the uh, clubhouse? Because like you know, is he a consultant? Because to go with age in that and, and your quarterback. I mean, you got to trust Paul's gut. What do you think? Pop- the coin has spoken. The, I don't know why. Well, did that feel like a question? <clears throat> you know what? Davis heads its mills, tails its, its, <laughs> tails its case. He, coin I, has spoken. Quite frankly, it was much better to put Yiner Keenum in there, if, if you want to know the truth. Yiner Keenum was the best choice. Well, I he, can tell no, you this. he put in Machete. If we're talking about age, that's what he was talking about. Oh no, Michelle! Well, Michelle, I'm sorry that that was the wrong call. That was the wrong call. You don't know that. I think Case is younger. Davis might have been able. To, Davis might have had a huge game. You just don't. You'll never know. You don't know. You're yeah. right. You don't know. Davis could have ended up with three, four touchdowns. We'll never know. Well, you don't know. Yep. Um, that's something we're never going to know. Actually, nah, I, I know. Oh, I know. Something you're never going to know. Case was the right. Who won? Case was the right call. Right, but period. It, we might have just cruised in with Davis. We'll yeah, just never. You know. don't know how that. Maybe Davis Mills never throws a pick, and you don't need a f- overtime. Um, maybe you're right. You never and then know. again, maybe I'm going to go with D'Amico in how, this one. You see how you don't know works? Yeah, you, yeah. You, does it feel good <laughs> for anyone to everyone to counter with? You don't know. I, well, I don't know, but I do know that the Texans won, and Case was at the helm. And Case is a great I mean, American. He was there, a great at, Houstonian. At the, at the helm is strong. <laughs> at I, go the Malik, helm. I think Malik Collins was at was at the helm. Jonathan Grenard Jonathan was at the Grenard helm. Was at the helm. Jonathan Grenard was at the helm all day. Man, Grenard is man, making himself could, so much money. So much money. That dude is going to get paid now. I mean, what do you do now? What you got to sign him, don't you? I mean, you got to sign Jonathan Grenard. Yeah, it's hard to imagine you letting him get out. Yeah, I mean, he's played so well for you. He seems like a D'Amico guy. Why? Why search for another edge? You know, you got some money too. You do want to get a reasonable contract. You don't want to have to overpay, but he's going to want market value. And he wasn't. You know, he's not like he was a first round pick or even a second round pick. So, Grenard is. You know, Grenard's going to want to get paid fair value, and that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Pay him fair value. Pay that man his if money if you want to. Pay that man his money. Other, uh, unlike you can let him walk, but then you you now you now now unless <sighs> the Texans feel like. They got a plan at free agency, or they've got somebody in the draft that they target. Because I can already tell you, there's some some really good edge rushers. Uh, at least the top three are really good. But yeah, I would you know, to me, off the top of my head, I'm I'm paying Grenard, and I've got my edge tackles. Uh, you know, I don't I don't love Howard, but it is what it is. You got your tackles paid. You got your edges paid. You know, your edges taken care of. You got your quarterback taken care of. Your your best receiver is 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 in the books already and in tank. You got Nico that you'll have to make a decision at at some point, but he's only in year three because he was part of the uh, Davis Mills draft, right? It was Nico, yeah. So this is only his third year. Oh, uh, haven't they already picked up his last year's option? Well, he won the first rounder, so you only get four years. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, this is. Yeah, I guess Nico. You got well. There's another guy you're gonna have. To you're gonna have to decide. We could do it early. I might. I might dig no. around and try to do it early. To be honest with you, I might try to do. Do his if he does his deal this year. Get say, watch early. this. I'm going to get, I'm going to free agency. Watch this. Um, seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven. You don't know number. what Davis Mills could have done. Maybe we'll find out next time. No, we, 
We're not doing the neck stuff. We're not saying we'll find out neck time. <laughs> oh, neck by the time. way, considering what you guys like to give stats for, Davis, I would have dabbed if I da- did that though. Davis Mills now three and one in games he takes snaps. That's incredible. He did, in three and one. I he mean, did. when he gets in a game, it's pretty much the lucky charm. Well, yeah, he, he threw did, a, all he did really was take well, a, took sack. a sack. Well, <clears throat> took a snap, he didn't throw an won the game. He didn't throw a pick. Now did he? Now he's flinging his arm he, around like he was trying to fumble and get a scoop and score. He was, Adam Archuleta was yelling, tuck the ball, tuck the ball. <laughs> Just don't give it up a, a, sack, a sack and score. Please, a scoop and score. We don't need that, Davis. 726 ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Still ahead. We've got, what did you learn this weekend in one sentence? That is just 20 minutes away. And then Dell, in an hour, has got a pretty good uh, ship talk. Ship talk going to be coming your way as well this morning on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Right now, though, we got Lance talking about Craig DeSurf. Well, so Craig DeSurf is, um, right now, we are in the, the process of looking at uh, a vehicle for my son, Alec. He's in college, and he's never had a car He's just started driving just a year ago. You know, younger people now don't want to drive as early as we did when we were coming up. But he uh, he's a good driver, and we're gonna we're gonna get him a car. So I'm looking over there. I'm working with Gulf Coast Chevy Buick GMC. We're taking a look at new vehicles, taking a look at leases, purchase, and then pre-owns as well. And and they've got all three. Uh, what you need to know though, right now, is the lease opportunities that you have are outstanding, and you just kind of have to dig around on that. But from month to month, they have new monthly programs that are going to potentially hit what you're looking for, whether it's a purchase, whether it's a finance rate. Uh, maybe you're looking for the red tag sale they have going on right now with a lot of the pickup trucks. Truck months or every other month you see a truck month, and it will depend on what you're you know shopping for. But they will have the SUVs you're looking for. They'll have the pickup trucks you want, uh, different sizes of SUVs. And with Gulf Coast Chevy Buick GMC, it's always going to be Great customer service, great prices, and a trade-in value that no one else can touch. LanceZcars.com. That's where you can start your car buying experience. LanceZcars.com. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5, home of non-human intelligence. Non-human, exotic origin, vehicles that have either landed or crashed. We have spacecraft from another species. We do, yeah. You're back in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with John Granado and Lance Zerline. Welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. 713-780-3776, the number to uh, hang out with us here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Okay, so there was... Okay, before we get to news, uh, what, what did you learn this weekend? We're going to get Red Rider Kevin in here. But what else happened this weekend? The Rockets win on Friday, and Dylan Brooks and Fred Van Vliet were off. Fred Van Vliet's baskets in the last couple of minutes were just didn't get any bigger, okay, in Memphis. And Dylan Brooks, he had the, the uh, video tribute to him, and the crowd loved I mean, they that like was him. pretty neat. Yeah, they 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 still like Dylan Brooks. Yeah. I thought they probably would. He didn't say I want to leave here. They said by no uh, under no circumstances is he coming yeah, back. Right. That's not really on Dylan Brooks and the fans. And boy, do always, they want him back. They, he was part of a fun time for them. Like I don't think they were serious enough as a team. 
with Jai and Dylan. I think Dylan became a cartoon character, a true caricature of himself. He was trying to live up to a certain thing that he's not having to do with, with the Rockets. And I do think you always want to be on your best behavior on the second team. Um, but, man, what a great game for him. Mm-hmm. What, a, what a great game for him. You could tell he was so pumped by it. And uh, then, then we come back to yesterday, and they lose the Milwaukee Bucks. And it was – my son's all upset that it's the third game that Ime Udoka has been kicked out of. I'm not. He said, is that – and I just have a hard time getting – he goes, well, you always say, Dad, that you don't, you know, players need to show discipline and self-control and all that. Like, and I'm like, yeah, you're right. You know, I do say that. I just I, – I can't lie to you. I'm just not work- – I care more well, about how they're playing Well, I than care that. more about him having his players back. And he had his right. players back. In and, that well, and I said, Mason, what are you It's not like out he's for? out of control on the court getting kicked, tossed out of the game. It was for a no call. It was a no call, and it was a bad no call. And oh, by the way, Fred Van Vliet goes right at. First of all, they took a basket away from Dylan Brooks for an elbow when he was going to the basket. And Fred Van Vliet's like, wait, what about this? I got, I got my eye right under my eye. I got a cut, and you guys don't do anything? Are you kidding me? And then that no call. And Dylan Brooks getting uh, ejected from the game. I, I was all I was with. Listen, it didn't matter anyway. They, were, they weren't going to win the game. So him having his players back there, walking out right behind Dylan Brooks, loved it. I loved it. And they lost the game. They they're, they're not right now. They're not as good as Milwaukee on their home court. They're just that. That do you know what? That's going to happen. Dame was Dame against the holy crap. Let's try to stop him. But I, what I didn't get was why are you ever taking Tyree Eason out of the game? That dude is your best player right now. He it's is, unbelievable how productive he is per he minute. He is unbelievable. He's at, he is he is finding the ball. That's the old nose for the ball linebacker where you look at the stat sheet and they've got all these like, yeah. damn, he's got passes, defense, tackles for losses, sacks, tackles. That's what Tari Eason is. Rebounds, assists. He's on loose balls. He's coming up with offensive boards. He is he a just great to the basket. He gets to the basket all the time. I mean, and then you know he's playing so well, and then let's take he and Jabari were playing great, and let's take him out of the what? Leave them those two guys in there. They yeah, were, I think they, they got. Were, a, I think I think right now, Tari Eason is making it. I think Tari Eason's making it tough for. Remember, Tari's out for a while. Tari's making yeah. it tough right now for Ime Odoka to figure out. Man, where do where do we put him? Yeah. Where do we get the? Where do the minutes go for everybody? When he now, kept what is Jay Sean on like? the floor when he took Tari out. I, was I know. Like, why he loves you? Jay Sean too. It's just. That's why figuring out how they're going to do this is going to be a real challenge yeah. for them. I mean, it's a good challenge, but figuring out, I can just tell you, Tari Eason's minutes should not be sacrificed. No. No, Tari Eason is just too he good He should right be now. in the mid-20s every game. Just and so in good. Some games, some games, potentially, in the... Well, and, I mean, you go low 30s, you're typically a starter, but still. And then there was the Cougs game on Saturday. Well, there which, was... Well, in, first, there was Longhorns LSU. I was at that yeah, one and that then was, had to leave and work, and it was Cougs versus A&M in the second one. Um, there was, there were some, uh, you missed a good game. There were some, uh, um, signage there on the floor and in the stadium. Was there? I didn't there was notice. a little bit of signage. <laughs> Did you see it? Del? Were you watching you didn't, TV? Del didn't see it. You didn't see any signage. Yeah. Okay. No, there was some, you couldn't I, see I it got TV. confused because at points I thought, Hey, um, I thought Halal was playing. Did, did they, did they decide to turn the court into a NASCAR? <laughs> it was dead. Was, I mean, was that the was that the goal to make it look like well and a, the, it was a NASCAR the 
the the, the out of bounds on the baseline. Yeah, look, the mid court, the daspits, the halals, the the gallery, gallery furniture. furniture. I mean, there was everything. an octopus energy. <laughs> we, there was it was unbelievable. We, we see these made for, nice job. made for TV MF. type tur- tournaments and stuff. <laughs> I mean, hey. they're they're always sponsors, but they do a better job of like integrating them with the court and at a minimum. Bruh, we making that money on this game. No, okay? I get you want to have <laughs> as many people involved as possible. I guess maybe you didn't have a giant title sponsor, uh. but at but they do a better job with the courts. It's not so garish. It's like, like well, a red cord and then a giant long, white guys. logo on the baseline. <laughs> but Love it was it. a good. But but no, to your point about the basketball. Well, I mean, I got to tell you, Texas went, and LSU have some athletes out on the court. I mean, so does Houston and A&M. I mean, college basketball right now is so unbelievably athletic. Well, the best player from all four teams, Wade Taylor, holy crap, he was unstoppable. Yeah. He was unbelievable to bring him back from 21 down mm-hmm. to get to... What they get to within three? They got to win within two, right? Two, and right, then the, so. yeah, and the big man missed a couple free throws yes. that would have tied the game. Yes. late. And then, and then, man, Emmanuel Sharp. I know they were talking about his shot, how he turns his body and shoots. I don't care as long as it goes in. You know, early on, it was CJ Cryer uh, that was that was hot and was as playing well. But if they don't have Emmanuel Sharp in that game, they lose that game. There's no question. He was fantastic at the end, hitting big baskets, hitting huge baskets. So that was a lot of fun. That was really, really, that was really good. Uh, we have been talking about that that game for a while here on the uh, on the show. Those games, and it was a uh, really nice. It was day. good turnout too. It was a good turnout. Not as much for uh, well, no. it, was, it was decent Texas for and, Texas and LSU. Ain't going to fill that. Texas better. and LSU was okay. It was okay, but there was a lot of Cougs and. And Aggies already shuffling into their seats by yeah. halftime yeah. of the other game. It was uh, about a 50-50 crowd. So, I mean, those are two really, really good basketball teams. And Texas A&M will get to the tournament. Now, they've lost four games, uh, but but there's no shame in losing to the Cougs. And that's stifling defense. Although, Wade Taylor didn't care. Holy crap, that's all that good. If that dude was uh, he was 30 feet out, it didn't matter. If he if he got a one one millimeter of of space, he was taking that shot and making it. He was unbelievable. He was awesome. All right, let's get this call in and we got what'd you learn this weekend in one sentence coming your way and there's a lot to have learned this weekend in one sentence. Red Raider Kevin, what do you say? Hey, good morning, fellas. How y'all been? What's up, Kevin? What Man, you know, I was I was thinking while I was waiting on you guys that I'm like, man, I've been I've been talking to these guys for a long time. I remember when I didn't pay attention to the commercials and sponsors, and now I'm going to see a Doc Manavis to make sure I'm straight because I'm old as hell now. Like, man, I've been with these guys a long time, yeah. you know, paying attention to John and Lance. Oh, we man. appreciate you, man. Well, man, Collie and all those guys back in the day, man. I'm like, golly, I've been around. I've been around. I'm old school now. I'm Uncle. Hey, Uncle, what's up, Uncle? What's up? <laughs> you are Uncle. You are Uncle, you know, Uncle Kevin. You know, it's a, a dude said to me this weekend because you know I I referee now, uh, and a guy said to me this weekend, "All right, school, I'm a highlight." I'm like, damn, I'm school now. Yeah, you're old school now. Mm-hmm. You're school. <laughs> yeah, man. Maybe it's the great beard, man. But look, I have to 100. percent agree with you guys to the fact that if D'Amico's not coach of the year, like in all honesty, who can you point to and say, this guy has done a better job with less because 
What position group, and we're talking about groups, what position group can you say was a confident group from last year going into this season other than the upgrades because they upgraded everywhere other than the upgrades that you had confidence in with the Texans, you can say, yeah, well, D'Amico could have some confidence in these guys. But maybe, maybe, I would say maybe the de- the uh, defensive backfield. Maybe. But they upgraded the DBs as well. So, I mean, if you look at the team from that perspective, go group by group, I guarantee you nobody gets a, gets a C or maybe even a D on the way they perform before this season started coming out of last year. So, I, you know, when you look at it from that perspective, D'Amico's got to be the man. And you talked earlier about uh, Slovic and what would be a good job for him, Lance. Man, honestly – the only quality job out there for a guy who's got to go into it with a little confidence doing what he do would be the Chargers because yeah. you got a quarterback in place. Yeah. So yeah. other other than San other well they L A now I was going to say San Diego but other than the Chargers then where else would you want to even try and go you know put your offense in because that's the team that's got weapons and you've got a quarterback more than anything else man and enjoyed you guys over the years man and hey. Y'all keep doing what y'all do, brothers. Appreciate it, Kevin. All right, bro. Thank you. Uh, yes, well, Bill, apparently it's Belichick's job. I don't know why you would hire Belichick if you're the Chargers. I don't know why you would do that. But after what's what's going on here. But we'll see. He's a, allegedly the leader in the clubhouse for that job. Well, that's the – If I'm I, them, I mean, I'd much rather have Sloan. You and I talked about it. It's the best like it's the best opportunity for Belichick, but I wouldn't. If I'm the Chargers, I want to go in a different direction. Yeah. I mean, to me, Ben Johnson is the guy who is the, the key. It's not Slowick. It's Ben Johnson. He's done it for two years. He's done it with golf. Um, he's a very creative play caller. I think Slowick is too. Ben Johnson's got a little bit more under his belt. He he interviewed last year. He got through the interviewing process. Slowick has been an offense coordinator exactly almost a year. He's still green. Like he still has to go through some things. So um, I don't know who the hot. I don't know who the hot names are. We do know it's going to be guys like Slowick who come off the the Shanahan tree. That's just it's what it is. It's been this way for a while, and he's had success here with Houston, and he's been part of it. And He's going to be touched by D'Amico Ryan's. Let's face it, D'Amico was was touched by uh, was touched by Kyle Shanahan, and now Slowick is touched by D'Amico, and it's it's good whether whether people want to admit it or not. That stuff matters. The tree you come off of that's what they're, they're that's what they're basing a lot of that stuff off. Of, uh, uh, stuff a lot of that stuff is. Oh, he's a he's an Andy Reid guy. He's a Kyle Shanahan guy. Man, that that matters to a lot of people. You're a Belichick guy. How do you think all the Belichick guys got hired? <clears throat> Tons of Belichick guys got how'd, that, how'd they all work up? And and look at what the what the uh, Shanahan guys are doing, what the Kubiak guys are doing. I should say we got to break it because when we come back, what did you learn this weekend? In one sentence. Let's go. Someone three seven eight zero three seven seven six. I know you learned a lot. We haven't even begun to touch on what is going on. It doesn't have to be in sports. It could be in anything. Whatever it is. Someone three seven eight zero three seven seven six. What did you learn this weekend? But you only get one sentence to say it. I've got a lot of sentences for Artisan Grange, and people are asking me about this, about the hemp and the pouch made of hemp. And a matter of fact, the guy who he dips, he said, hey, you got any on you? And I was like, no, but it's easy. You go to 975dipdip.com, 975dip.com, and you've got whatever flavor it is that you're looking for. But it's not dangerous. It doesn't have tobacco. It doesn't have nicotine. 
it is not uh, – listen, it's hemp in a pouch made of hemp, and it's got CBD oil. So much so that CBD American Shaman says, hey, we want these in our store. So you can stop by one of the CBD American Shaman stores, or you can just order it online, and they'll mail it to you. They've got mint. They've got straight. They've got tobacco flavor, but no tobacco. They've got evergreen. Whatever it is that you love, dark fired, whatever it is that you love in your dip, they've got the flavor for you. But yet it's not dangerous like dipping is. It's not messy like dipping is. It's not going to ruin your teeth. It's not going to... All of these things, try it. Get off of that dip and get into ours. 975dip.com. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Right where you belong. That song belongs to me. You're back in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with John Granado and Lance Zerline. All right, let's go. What did you learn this weekend? You get one sentence to tell us, and it doesn't have to be about sports. 713-780-3776 is the number to get in here to hang out with us and give us what did you learn this weekend in one sentence. I will go because I'll eventually have to answer calls, so I'll go early. I learned that the going rate to convince an Instagram model not to have your child for an NBA star is 100k, 100,000, 100 large, that's allegedly. The, that's the that's the price to not oh, have no, your child. Not have your child. Wow, that's, that's a, a lot cheaper learn. than what he'd have paid for 18 that's years. A learn. I learned that uh, Dylan Mitchell can jump higher than the rim. He oh can gosh. literally elevate over the rim. Yes, without much problem. <laughs> yes, almost hit his face on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was really really something. Um, That's a University of Texas. Book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, he blocked blocked a shot. Well, he it was a Colton, wasn't it? Wasn't no. It was I'm a, just oh, I'm just talking about know. one of the follow dunks he had. Oh, I yeah. He had other yeah. block shot. He was up by the rim all day all long. Night, all day all day long. I learned that Brian Kelly has the best solution, and we'll play it later. Okay. He has the best solution for college football. Okay. Yes. And we will play it later here in the show because it was it was written. No, 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 no. It wasn't Brian Kelly. I'm sorry. It was Chip Kelly. Yeah, it was Chip Kelly. Chip Kelly. Chip, Chip Kelly. I okay. think it was his Chip pre-bowl Kelly. press conference. Yes, it was Chip Kelly, not Brian Kelly. Um, he has the best answer for the college football problem. Let's get some in here. Let's go. 713-780-3776. As soon as somebody gets off. Blake, you're first up. What up, Blake? Yeah, I learned to uh, never, ever start an Atlanta Falcon in the fantasy football playoffs ever. <laughs> yeah. Well, you must have had yeah. That's the only guy. Well, you could have been Kyle Pitts, too. Yeah. Uh, that's, a, that's a good one to learn. I learned a lot about not starting the Chargers defense. I mean, a Falcon? Wow. It's not great to start a Falcon. Chris, what did you learn this weekend in one sentence? I learned that the best teams don't always make the playoff spots, especially with the Texas beating the Bengals, having the better division, having the better conference, and they're on the outside looking in. Just don't make sense to me. Uh, appreciate it. Well, as the whole, it was like, a run-on sentence, but it was one sentence. Well, it does make sense if you look at just records and tiebreakers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you win the right I mean, games. Buffalo's right now is not in. Buffalo's not in. And Buffalo, Buffalo is, is you don't want to see Buffalo. Buffalo. Buffalo's looks, back on their stud. Wow. back in their bag. Wow. Uh, Brad, what did you learn this weekend in one sentence? I learned that a bunch of clowns wearing our uniforms 
pisses me off more than I ever imagined. Oh. I wasn't that upset with it, but you know what? I'm glad that they turned into the Oilers. I appreciate them. Thank you for turning into the Oilers. Uh, me toy. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I learned if you let your girl go on an all-girl trip, she might come back with a little, you know, extracurriculars, you know what I mean? Oh. I don't know what that means. What? <laughs> I'd like to know what he meant by that. She might it, come back with a I little I think she extra- was appreciative when she got back. Okay. I think that's what it meant. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, a little extracurricular could have been, maybe she came back with something. Well, no. With a uh, yucky? Uh, maybe uh, she... No. What the yuckies. maybe? And he goes. And he, if you're watching on Twitch, you're not. You're not young watching on Twitch. You're not allowed to. Oh my god! Uh, it could oh, be. But people saw that. What you did? It could be coming back with some extracurricular. Yeah, I, I think he meant that she was very. What did you do with the male stripper? What if oh, like it could maybe. be any? It could be bad. Yeah. It could be not great. Well, it could be not great. Unless that's your thing, Stephen. What did you learn this weekend in one sentence? Yes, sir, I learned that the Oilers can still blow a lead. Yes, sir, you did. It's so oilery. They haven't done it in such a long time, but they did it. Thank you, Oilers. Thank you for being very oilerish. Charlie, what did you learn this weekend in one sentence? Hey, guys. Uh, yeah, I learned Christian Harris can take down Derek Henry by himself and leave him in the flat at all turns. Uh, well, I tell you what, Christian Harris was in there hit. Yes, he was. He was not afraid. No. He was not afraid of that freight train. Is this uh, the end of Derrick Henry? Uh, it is as far as I think. Well, the it is Texans, if they're not blocking up front. No. He, yeah. I learned that Texans have a real running back. And don't give a rat's ass about the guy that they thought was going to be their future running back. Uh, Eddie, what did you learn this weekend in one sentence? Uh, I learned that a top-level disc golf pro is building a championship-level disc golf course up in Huffman. On Lake Houston. Mm. Up in Huffman. Okay. Are, you feel, are you excited about that? Uh, no, nah, I don't want to play hard courses. What are you talking about? No. I mean, like, wait, wait, if it's a top-level course... Che- you, it's going to be trees and stuff. You I don't want to do that. You thought the guy... I mean, he wants to you, play... You thought this guy had any interest in challenging himself? No. No, no I don't have that. <laughs> no. I mean, there's moderate challenges. No, I like it to be a little easier. La raza que pasó, mijo. Yanni Granati. Jan Gentlemen, good morning. Para tres. Balloon. <laughs> Balloon. <laughs> he got Gentlemen. Me. What I learned over this weekend was two things. I learned that the Dakota rain got frozen in Buffalo, and hummus gives me chorro, bro. <laughs> oh, I don't want you to get chorro. chorro. No, mom. No. <laughs> Lazy J. What up, Lazy J? Hey, good morning, fellas. What I learned over the weekend is that uh, I guess Derrick Henry is definitely going to be a cowboy next year. We still going to Derrick Henry's going to be a cowboy. You can I have learned him. the cowboy. You can have him. You can, you can have him. Derrick Henry's awesome. Go, go get him. He's not ready. He's not ready. He's not ready. BJ, what'd you learn this weekend, BJ? 
DeSoto and Duncanville are the kings of high school football yeah. over Houston. Holy crap. Did they uh, beat the I was, snot. I was hoping for a better run from the city of Houston, but uh, my goodness, they ran into the juggernauts. Holy crap. Duncanville is really, 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 really good. Really good. And, and DeSoto, DeSoto destroyed good. Summer Creek. Destroyed him. Jimmy, what'd you learn this weekend in one sentence? Hey, if you run out of vacation and you apply for FMLA leave at work and decide to take your work laptop uh, internationally to log in to see how much uh, bonus money you got this year, you're going to be found out by HR. Oh. <laughs> Did you say you took the family leave absence <laughs> FMLA? And, and, and you just decided to go overseas like, yeah, I think I'm going to check in the old company laptop. They can track you. Mm-mm. They can track you. Well, you brought hey, the, you did brought you bring the, the wife and baby, baby. to Amsterdam? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were in the red light district I with know. the baby? Hey, you shouldn't be in the red light district at 1230 with your child. That's all right. That's, what, that's how I go about my family leave. Okay, you go about Dude, it your way. You know what I just learned right now? The Iron Claw starts this Friday. What? The 22nd. The wrestling movie about the Von Erichs. Oh, yeah. David Von Erich, Kerry Von Erich, Fritz Von Erich. Looks pretty good. They were at Dallas. Yeah. Did you see how big Zach Efron oh is? God. And the guy from Zach Efron and then the guy from the uh the guy from the Bear is yeah. one of the Von Erichs. Uh-huh. Yeah. He got big too. Jeremy something or other. Whatever. He's Don't. the bear. Yeah, that's all I know. He's the bear. Now I'm also like, man, those are tiny Von Erichs. Uh seven. That guy's like five seven. Who is? The bear? The guy who's yeah. Yeah. We'll just call him the bear. Yeah, that's all. That's his name. Uh really, is he? Well, he didn't. He didn't look five seven there, boy. He looks. He looks all bowed up in the trailers. Oh no, he's he's not tall, but he's rocked up. Yeah. All right. Uh, nice job, everybody. That is. What did you learn this weekend? That's in one great sentence. job. Bottom of the hour. Ship talk. Ship talk. When we get back, let's play that Chip Kelly button. That's and, and see what you guys think of what Chip Kelly had to say about college football. Right now, though, I'm talking about. What the Chastangs think about the Ford uh, situation? The uh, listen, the Chastangs are back in Damian Dunn from the University of Houston, and uh, so good. They're back in their school. They're back in their team. They've been backing the uh, the community here in in Houston for over eighty years. The Chastangs have been selling cars here. You don't become the number one commercial Ford commercial dealer. You don't you don't stay in the business for over eighty years unless you just do it right. And that's been passed on from Chastang to Chastang to Chastang throughout the years. Uh, Joe passed it on to Patrick now, and he's going to pass it on to his son and. And it's just the Chastangs, that's what they do. And you know why? Because you join their family. You are going to be treated like family. You're going to feel like that, and you're going to not only go back to Chastang for your vehicle, you are also going to tell people about it, like I do. I tell everybody, you got to go You got to go to Chastang because I think you're going to get the best deal there. You're going to get no add-ons, you're no, no markups. They're going to get you at the cost that you ha- have to, and you're going to get a great vehicle, be it a pre-owned a gold certified or a new uh, Ford from Chastain Ford. It's the best place to go. Period. Exclamation point. Tell them you heard it right here. ChastainFord.com on 610 at Homestead, not Hempstead, just five minutes from downtown Chastain Ford. ESPN 97.5.com. One of these guys cheats at fishing. We got weights and fish. There we go. Oh, hey! 